think again, my friend. Episode 8, Gold, contains explicit content. What are you listening to for the next half hour? Think again, my friend. The Panel Game Podcast for the Curious American. This episode, Gold. So welcome once again to Think Again, My Friend, Your Favorite Thing. Uh, I am Mike Sugarbaker. Will the panelists introduce themselves to my left? My name is Kristen McCurdy, and um, you are hearing me talk. (laughs) My name is Mark Bergo, and I am a golden god. My name is Brendan Adkins, and I'm a necromonger. Whoa. (laughs) Did that come up in your research? Does that mean you sell dead bodies? (laughs) I think it means that I fish for them. Oh. <laughs> but the fishmonger doesn't fish. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know that much about monging, no. I have to tell you. <laughs> yeah, there, well, there are gold mongers, I think. I did once know a cheesemonger. Cheesemongers are awesome. They're good people. Uh, the, the, drag, the, the drag hooks when they go to the river. That's true. That's true. Interview. Subject. Noted. Future. Future Hello. episode corpses. Yes. Yes. When, uh, we start, when we start doing field reporting, this, think again, my friend. Yeah, this <laughs> episode is a this episode is about gold, and in the interest of full disclosure, I'd like it if we can all kind of guesstimate how much gold we own. It's probably for most of us a function of how many electronic devices we own. Mm. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, I believe I was that's thinking probably, about all my bullion. <laughs> Other than my Krugerrands, all my gold is in electronics. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got I've got a netbook. You don't have any um, and, a, and, a, and an iPhone. You got uh, earrings, maybe? No, I have no, no. I have no gold jewelry. Wow. I don't. I don't like the way the gold jewelry looks. So already, I'm like, I, I should probably disclose that I have kind of an anti-gold. <laughs> you should recuse yourself from the conversation. Yeah, so most of my jewelry is silver in color. Although I do like the look of white gold. There's the other factor, which is an income restriction. All right. Quick question. Um, what percentage of white gold uh, is maximum allowed to be gold? Can I get uh, over under on fifty percent? I say under, definitely under. I'm gonna say over. Can McCurdy has it seventy five percent at most. Once again, the contrarianism. What's the other twenty five percent? Stuff. Uh, <laughs> Stop. Seriously, like four things, none of which I remember. I think maybe tin and nickel and things like that. No. There's a lot of alloying uh, going on in the gold world, to uh, mostly to get gold to actually be hard enough to make certain things out of. Hmm. That's what the whole carrots thing measures uh, percentages to a very... This hardness. Yeah, to a, to a precise degree. Uh, McCurdy, I'm going to make you uh, start the first formal question because you have such an impressive pile of index cards... I want to make they're sure mostly, we. They're mostly blank. But <laughs> I will. I will tap them for a fact. I see. Tap I them see on the mic. Uh. <laughs> Is that? I don't know if that. <laughs> That's it's visible. It's, it's, we I all can held see it our breaths for that, so. <laughs> you can see it. Yes. Something from Burgo. Well, this is this nudges up against the topic that I think could have some comedy potential. Uh, what was the last country to eliminate the gold standard? Trick question. No, there are still people who have the gold standard. No. Damn. Israel. No. Um, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the obvious one that it was us. No, Switzerland. Oh, really? 
I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go say with the that obvious answer that makes sense. sense. <laughs> that makes sense the way that people would say, you know, ducks' penises are orange. <laughs> and they'd be like, yeah. They're also shaped like a corkscrew. <laughs> Certain ducks. <laughs> Not mallards. Not mallards. Only the white ducks. You're saying the gold standard is not the same thing as the metric system. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, what we have, U.S. and Liberia and, like, Navutu. Huh. Not on the metric system. Wow. Look at the brain on Mark. <laughs> I think uh, you just made up that last country. Oh, uh, well, so. all right. I did put a bunch of syllables together. That's possible. <laughs> Some right. small South Pacific island. <laughs> they actually measure things in shells. What about um? What about Northrend? <laughs> I don't catch that reference. All right, never mind. Wrong kind of. Key. It's got it's got a portion of the seventieth largest economy. Yep. Okay, Brandon, how about you? Okay, apparently that is a reference. Uh, yeah. I thought maybe it was something Mark just. It's a. It's a. Oh, you know what we didn't do any questions about? Oh shit! Gold farmers. Oh man! Fucking hell! That is a missed opportunity. It should now be clear we are talking about World of Warcraft. Yes, I, I caught that about. Okay. Five sentences ago. One of the problems with radio is that you can't see the fucking expression of horror on my face right now. Well, I, have, I have a gold farming question, but I'm sure you all know the answer. Where was the latest place to discover that they were uh, the, the most shocking place to discover gold farmers working? Oh, in Chinese prison. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's hilarious about that is that prison bosses in, say, Nevada make about ten times as much off their prisoners as... Uh, Prison bosses in China. Yeah, but they don't get to play World of Warcraft. Uh, get neither do the old farmers. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I have a all ton of questions. the same to me, and they're all about the Olympics. So awesome. Brace we'll start yourselves. Disperse them. I'm so excited that we have more Olympics questions after uh, our our uh, our um, chemical dependency show. Well, I mean, we all have such a love of sport and athletic competition yes. that it's bound to come up more often. At this table, yes. <laughs> all right, that's our next topic right now, sport and athletic competition. <laughs> <laughs> I've already exhausted all my Olympics knowledge. All right, go all ahead. Right. At which year's Olympic Games were the first actual gold medals awarded? Like, actual medals that weren't just for first prize, but had gold content in them. Oh, um... Go 1912. Can we get an over-under? Uh, yeah, over under 1912. <laughs> <laughs> there were no Olympics before 1912, were there? Well, there were 1896. 1896. 1896, yeah. Okay, um, um, I'll definitely say after 1912. I'll say sometime before 1940. So you're saying the Nazis were the first ones to give out gold medals? That would be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about where we got these guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was especially appropriate when the Swiss took first in rowing. <laughs> all right. Christine, Christine, uh, 19, 1922. I don't even know if that's a multiple. Oh, you guys four. are all so wrong. It's 1904. Oh, oh. they were right on top only of this, it. Only the third, like, every four years Olympic Games, and they were uh, widely regarded as a clusterfuck because they lasted, like, five months. Oh, was that one of the ge- where they had, like, tug of war? It was, yeah, and, and they was part of the World's Fair, yeah. basically. So not everybody who won a gold medal got a gold medal, but some yeah. people did. Um, be, you know how many people would have a Woody if the if today's Olympics lasted four months? <laughs> Bob Costas. Uh, <laughs> he actually just has a Woody all the time. <laughs> NBC would just be out there like, we're relevant. <laughs> all right. Uh, so what are Olympic gold medals made of? Uh, I'm going to say silver. under 50% gold. Bet they're mostly silver. 
Uh, so far, you're both correct. Oh. <laughs> Any other guesses? <laughs> 94% silver. That's Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, Olympic gold medals are made of at least 6% gold, so... <laughs> Disturbing that you knew that. I have a high five, Kristen, right now. Hot damn. I'm just throwing the rest of these questions away. Somebody has leaked something. <laughs> Usually it is a layer of gilding on a silver medal, um, although the 1992 Albertville medals were made mostly of glass. What? Whoa. Yeah, you ever see those? They're kind of cool. Yeah. They have oh, a window. Oh, oh, it was a design thing? Yeah. They're, oh, okay. they're designed differently. <laughs> it wasn't like shards of glass that, sticking that, out of the metal. That would have required me to care about the Olympics. So yes. No. All right, well, I'm going to right. save the rest of my Olympics questions for later. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about Donald Trump. Oh, let's. Yes. Did you actually find some Trump trivia? Uh, sort of. <laughs> we had like six books on Trump. Yeah. Checked off in the library. And he but turns we... out to be just as boring as he is well, last. Exactly. Well, what we actually discovered is that uh, there is no such thing as Trump trivia because every piece of information person is highly relevant to our lives mm. and therefore, by definition, cannot be trivia. Mm-hmm. I have something on Trump Tower, however. Okay. Uh, the famously golden <laughs> building, um, you know, on Fifth Avenue in New York City, uh, it went higher than its site's zoning would otherwise allow due to which design innovation? Was it A, the fully mirrored gold windows to reflect sunlight, thereby earning credits against shadow ordinances? <clears throat> Was it B, tiny, nearly inaccessible balconies on the fifth floor, which are officially public parks? <laughs> or was it C, several floors towards the top of the tower which are entirely hollow? I think I go with B. Mr. Atkins. That, that's hilarious, but I know I gotta say it's uh, C. Okay. It sounds right. C sounds right to me, but I'll go with A just, just for fun. <laughs> okay. Burgo has it. The answer is B. According to The Trumps, Three Generations That Built an Empire by Gwenda Blair, who clear, curiously also wrote a book called Almost Golden. <laughs> um, yeah, there are, there are public parks on the fifth floor of the building that are difficult to get to. <laughs> I think I have a new project. Can you repel <laughs> to them? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Jump jets. <laughs> uh, I'll, ask, uh, I'll ask one more. Not that one. No, okay. Um, we'll we'll class it back up here. No, I didn't even declass it. I want to know how the public parks thing. Screw it. You multiple have multiple class, multiple choice questions per episode. It 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 boggles the mind. I like multiple choice questions. I do too. They're really hard to write. I know, right? Do you want me to read one that I've written? You have a big pile of cards. Let's hear some. <laughs> well, this one's actually in my notebook because I I don't know. I stack the cards anyway. <laughs> That's better. Woo. Oh, should I maybe shuffle them? Hot damn. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's what we're doing for comedy these days. <laughs> uh, so continuing on the, or getting back to Eureka, California, as I know we all wanted to do. Oh, God. Absolutely. Uh, the Carson Mansion, located in Eureka, California's old town, and considered one of the highest executions of Queen Anne architecture is now host to what? A nothing. It's been it's been shuttered since the late 1960s, but despite numerous attempts by local citizens groups to reopen it as a museum or a cultural center. B, it is a museum. 
Featuring daily tours and a short film on the history of Humboldt County, which for its unintentional innuendo about the popularity of local agricultural products, has uh, found a cult following among college students. C. The mansion is host to the Ingomar Club, an exclusive club for businessmen in the area. D. It uh, was passed down to the heirs of William Carson, who built the home. A and C are very plausible. D is, of course, plausible as well. I like B. I'm actually going to say... <laughs> you what? I'm going to say all of the above. <laughs> it's both I, abandoned and it's impossible. It is and is not a museum, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, it was. Like, at one point it's a museum, you go high enough and pass the public parks, and it becomes the gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> and above that, it's abandoned. Yes. It, <laughs> it is actually a, a, a gentleman's club called the Ingomar Club. Um, I, I say gentlemen's club, but that makes it sound like there might yeah. be naked people there. And to the best of my knowledge, there are not. How would you know? It's exclusive. And please don't sue me if you were like the <laughs> board of trustees of the Ingomar Club. Um, if it's one thing we know, it's that they listen to podcasts. <laughs> this one in particular. Uh, yeah. So um, that, that's it. I, I also would like to live in the world where it is a museum and there's an amusing animated film strip that talks about <laughs> Nuggets and local agricultural products. Well, what is the connection between the, this Carson uh, mansion and Carson City, Nevada? Of course, famous uh, Gold Rush theme. Uh, none that I'm aware of. Uh, that covers it. All right. <laughs> no. Hang on, though. Oh. William Carson initially uh, made his fortune in timber, but he, or he made his fortune in timber, but he initially came to Eureka to make his fortune in gold. Uh, which of the following is not true about the California gold rush? A, women comprised less of than 10% of the population of California in its early years. B, San Francisco became a ghost town temporarily as business owners fled to other parts of the state. C, it was the impetus for the development of hydraulic mining techniques. Can I get a hell yeah? I'm saying... Um, D, the first God damn it. large group of Americans to arrive for the rush were a wagon train of families that decided to go to Oregon. <laughs> I'm okay. going to say B. One of these is not true? Uh, yes, one of these is not true. D, oh, sorry. Is, not, D is not true. I, I stepped on Burgos. Burgos said A. Yeah, I said A. I figured there were more women in the Spanish were there first before the gold rush whole thing. Uh, I'm, go I'm going B. Uh, so it's, D is actually the thing that is false. The first group That's were, just too funny to be real. No, the first group were Oregonians who came down on the Siskiyou Trail. <laughs> so they got to Oregon. <laughs> and then they were like, Said, what the hell are we doing all here? All we have is good farmland here. What the hell? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cut in there. Um, Virgo, I apologize. I'm going to let you finish. Smash the microphone. On the subject of Oregon, Jacksonville, Oregon, a few miles west of Medford, played host to a great deal of unlicensed gold mining by private citizens during the Depression, for understandable reasons. Uh, but this led to what phenomenon in the latter half of the 20th century? Was it A, collapsing roads due to unfilled abandoned mines under the streets, <laughs> B, a rash of home break-ins by first-time criminals looking for hidden treasure, or C, political upheaval when town museum attempted to sell gold nuggets... All of the above. <laughs> I've got to go with A because that's just awesome. <laughs> Ms. McCurdy. B. 
B, the answer is A. Yes. <laughs> the hilarious one. Oh, the hilarious one. Yes. Sinkholes, um, sinkholes uh, in uh, backyards and public roads uh, <laughs> occurring due to uh, mines that were closed off but never fully filled in. That, that explains Superman, too. You're going to have to say more about that. <laughs> oh, there's a part where a bunch of roads are caving in. Yeah. And Lois Lane is apparently too female to open her door and get out of her car. What? Yeah. So have you guys not seen Superman 2? I haven't seen it since I was about two. <laughs> wow. All right. That's why he has to fly around <laughs> Earth backwards. Right. On a somewhat related note, here's a question. Not really about gold, but the... Uh, we recently had the 170th anniversary of, or 160th, I can't remember, of the uh, first ship that was built in, OSHA-going ship built in Portland, Oregon, which was then sailed to San Francisco and traded for what? Beans. Hookers. Coffee. A herd of cattle. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I'm the one who actually gets the uh, question. In Oregon, sure, yeah. <laughs> oh. I was just thinking cattle are alive. People use it anyway. Yeah. All right, I, I, that was short, so I want one more. All right, one more. Uh, this civilization's word for God literally means excrement, or gold literally <laughs> means excrement of the gods. That's sex. Uh, I'm going to go Maya. Uh, um, um, Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it could be Egypt. <laughs> I'm going to award that to McCurdy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, but right. you are right. <laughs> uh, but so too bad. It's, I, I don't believe it it's a word that is impronounceable. <laughs> All right. Back yeah. to the Olympics with oh, Brandon Atkins. Slightly, slightly oh. relatedly, the Incas called... Uh, Gold, the sweat of the sun, which is a somewhat more pleasant. That's much more poetic. Okay. Yeah. Really, it kind of grosses me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to what? <laughs> the sun has to sweat. <laughs> the gods shit. The sun sweats. The same stuff. Where does that leave us? <laughs> you know, gold is only created in the hearts of supernovas. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Gold what? is actually only naturally formed. Uh, at the heart of supernovas and alchemist labs. That's a that's. Um, I'm just gonna. Read doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Where else would it happen? All right. Well, relatedly, I have a question. Which Marvel Comics character transformed an entire Manhattan office building and all of its contents into gold in the 1980s event limited series Secret Wars 2? Secret Wars. McCurdy is not even evincing any interest in this question. <laughs> Doc, was it Dr. He's actually Doom? reading a book. Why? Yes. <laughs> Dr. Dim? Uh, no, no, no. It's no. got to be... Uh, Ele no, wait. Elemento was DC. Um, oh, yeah, I'll, give it, I'll give you multiple choice. Okay. Was it Doctor Strange battling an alchemist? Was it the Beyonder, the, I was gonna say the alien Beyonder. focal character of the Secret Wars events? Yeah. Or was it the Mole Man in a bid to win the hearts and minds of New Yorkers? Gotta be the Beyonder. It's always the Beyonder. It is the Beyonder. Yes. In a bid to win the hearts and minds of New Yorkers. <laughs> All right. Bonus question. Spider-Man, in a fit of financial peak, stole what from the site? A solid gold something. Plunger. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything more appropriate. Yeah, I'm going to say plunger. Plunger too. would have been too hilarious for Marvel Comics at the time. <laughs> uh, the, the answer is strangely a, a, a spiral-bound notebook. 
Which is kind of a good call, right? Because it's like all your gold leaf kind of right there. Ah. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can, you know, fence it more easily maybe. Or it's just not worth that much. I would have stolen much, much more than a spiral notebook. That would yes. have been... Yeah. Well, Spider-Man and, and, uh, and his sort of financial remuneration for what he does has always been a big thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, going back all the way to the start. So. Exactly. Uh, that's why I always put, he put Aunt May on the streets. Mm-hmm. Out on 82nd. She was solid gold of another kind. <laughs> Everybody in Portland who listens to the show <laughs> knows what that means. In 1794, the bones of conquistador Hernán Cortés were moved to a new mausoleum in the Hospital de Jesús, uh, which Cortés founded in Mexico City with great fanfare. The Hospital de Jesús uh, still stands. It's not a hospital anymore, uh, but it's one of the oldest buildings in Mexico City. Um, I believe it's now an exclusive club for businessmen. No, no it's not. Uh, it's museums and shit. Uh, to where, where Hernan Cortez remains, Cortez's <laughs> remains moved when the Mexican Revolution transpired in 1823, making it appear that the uh, desecration of said remains uh, was imminent. Were they moved to A, the British Museum, B, the Vatican, C, the capital of California, or D, uh, just elsewhere in the same building? <laughs> Either elsewhere in the same building or the Vatican. Yeah, I've got to go with the Vatican. I'll go elsewhere in the same building. Okay. Capital, of, capital of California. All right. The answer is elsewhere in the same building. Oh. It is possible that they left Mexico for 12 years or so, uh, but they were moved back secretly uh, to the old hospital in 1836. They were then not rediscovered until 1947. They were just <laughs> like in, our, in the archives. around here somewhere. So they, they pulled the Raiders of the Lost Ark, is what you're saying? Kinda, yeah. Top men. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a follow up question though. Okay. How much would I have to pay you to read every other word in all your questions with that Spanish accent? Hernan <laughs> Cortez. Yes. Um, I guess you know. When the, the question is the question is how much would you have to pay our listeners? <laughs> I have a question about Donald Trump. We don't, we don't really have that many tote bags. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our tote bag budget is uh, pretty much, that's the budget we've got. All right. Uh, one ounce of gold <clears throat> can be uh, beaten and drawn into a wire five miles long, 50 miles long, or 500 meters long, which I guess is, I don't even know where that falls. No, that's less than um, five 5K miles. 5K is three miles. It's in the middle. Yeah, okay. No, it has to be 5,000 meters. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do math <laughs> in my head. All right. Any guesses? I'll go with the longest. The five miles? Yeah. Uh, or the 50 miles, rather. Yes. Sorry. 500 meters. On 500 meters? 500 McCurdy meters? is going with a shrug. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't which really... is crossing another Rubicon for the show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the Rubicon of Ennui. <laughs> <laughs> now now McCurdy's just nodding. All right. The answer is an ounce of gold can be drawn into a wire 50 miles long. What? I believe that was Burgo. It's true. Yeah. I'm like sorry. Monofilament? <laughs> gold gets really, really thin. And I couldn't find anything on this, but this is a story that my seventh grade science teacher told me. Um, that uh, Niels Bohr could not even be verified in a talk page on Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I, I just didn't bother, but I remember the story. 
uh, when Niels Bohr was trying to prove the existence of uh, atoms, uh, what they did was they hammered a sheet of gold. No, I remember. Really, really, really thin. No, I remember that story. Yeah, I remember to the that point story. where, as far as they could tell, it was basically one atom thick. <laughs> and then they fired some stuff through it, uh, and some things bounced off. Yeah, and that, and that was also how they discovered the existence of electrons, if my yes. memory is correct. Mm-hmm. Specifically yes. because they discovered that there were negative fields within, si- within atoms. I remember that was rather... It could have been Rutherford. I, I heard it in conjunction it. with Niels Bohr. Yeah, Rutherford sounds more right to me, but this is long buried. So. All right. Well, if listeners I'm, send I'm us angry drunk, emails so. about how wrong we were, we would also, again, be crossing the Rubicon for the show. <laughs> if, <laughs> if listeners, listeners sent, sent us emails. emails. Yes. Not even angry Facebook comments. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about angry blog comments. That doesn't count. No angry Facebook comments. We're talking like you you went into you, the your you An old fashioned email with a stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just saying you clicked over into another tab. <laughs> another client. And logged into Gmail. <laughs> also the show does not have an email address, so <laughs> See that's it's actually some extremely <laughs> some stream effort. Related to Mike's crap, Mike's uh, question. Oh, oh okay. Did you say you related something? to Mike's crap? Yes, to Mike's crap. Related to it. Um, all the ever, all the gold ever mined in the world ever would fit into how many eighteen wheelers? Ten, sixty, six hundred, or six thousand? I'm gonna say ten. You know, there's got to be enough in Fort Knox. I say six thousand. McCurdy. Six. Sixty. That wasn't even oh, an option. Whoa. <laughs> All the gold ever you mined in the world. Right. <laughs> See, this supports my supernova theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but if this were the price is right, it'd be all me. It would. Hmm. So I'm still going back to the Olympics, even though we're nowhere close to gold uh, at this point. <laughs> Do it. Which famous Nazi figure returned to Germany for the 1972 Munich Games? Uh, much to the dismay of the government, which were trying to project an image of a new non-Nazi Germany. Now, we have a book here sitting on the table that I don't think we got any questions out of called yeah. Nazi Gold that we and were all very my, excited to have. My observation about mustaches, which I was going to share with uh, the, the listeners, proved to be inaccurate. Really? Yeah. Which uh, was that Nazis, not just Hitler, but like everybody kind of had a Hitler mustache back then. Well, the Nazis. But it turns out that like that like uh, the 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 people the, who were setting up uh, safe uh, allied the, commitments and and uh, safe places for Jewish the, refugees. The Schindlers. The Schindlers. Well, neither of these guys are Schindler, but yes. <laughs> yeah. The, okay. they, they, these guys both have seriously like you know very narrow like thin. Must- yeah. They're called toothbrush mustaches. Maybe. Yeah, it seems like maybe our next episode will be about facial hair. We already, did, uh, no. we already did hair, period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What did I, don't, we, uh, I don't want to talk about facial hair for half an hour. Uh, did anybody realize that I actually just asked a question? Did I phrase it that poorly? Yes. Now I caught it. Um, there was a famous Nazi who returned to Germany against the wishes of the government for the 1972 Munich Games. Who was? Oh, Leni Riefenstahl. That's correct. Mm. Yes. I nice. was hired as a photojournalist for the British newspaper, The Sunday Times. 
Wow. Yeah. She still got work. <laughs> Apparently. That's incredible. In, in, you know, in Britain. <laughs> yeah. Where they did all the bombs. <laughs> all the bombs. I bet that was a little awkward, like in the, you know, in the, in the break room. You know, <laughs> yeah. At, at the, at, it might have been a good reason for her to be a foreign correspondent. Yeah. yeah. Don't mention yeah. the war. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> so I, how was your week? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, I am fascinated by this mustache issue and just the fact that that was the style at the time and Hitler is kind of Hitler, I want to say Hitler unfairly blamed for the mustache but there's nothing <laughs> but you know I think the, the mustache is unfairly blamed for Hitler <laughs> oh okay sure yeah it's all causation <laughs> poor no, Chaplin you know. but, um, but also but also poor Walt Obama. Disney Walt Disney Walt Disney a bit yeah yeah, yeah. Michael yeah. Jordan now has one. But you know, clearly oh, the the reason <laughs> he does, I'm not even kidding. Well, oh my god! If anybody can pull it off, right? <laughs> sure. And I think what this proves is that the reason Walt Dis- neither Walt Disney or Ma- nor Michael Jordan owns this niche is that they didn't kill enough people. <laughs> Disney tried. Well, I'm sure he did. If if he was in that position, he would have been on it. Um, I have a couple more. What do What do you got? He excelled in whatever field he chose. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying here. <laughs> I've got one more, but you can. It's not Olympic. Okay, I got two more. I'll ask one. Why? You guys don't really have to be. (laughs) Oh yeah, we're quick. We're so quick. Okay, lightning round. Why do many audio cables, especially speaker wires, have gold-plated connectors? Is it a, no reason at all apart from extracting cash from audio files? B, to prevent corrosion of connections in moist environments? Or C, sound characterized in blind tests as warmer and rounder? A. A. B. B is correct. What? No. Yes, it does. Gold does not corrode uh, in response to moisture except when it's connected to certain things, and I got bored reading the article. (laughs) (laughs) But nobody has done blind tests um, on these kinds of sound issues uh, that have any credibility. Um, So, really, the answer is A. Brendan, what do you got? Uh, Okay. (laughs) It's a question. About the gold rush. In 1848, in the United States, uh, this goes to show that really the people who make the money off the gold rushes are the people who are selling to the miners. Yes. Um, in 1848, in the United States, you could buy a tin pan or wooden bowl used for gold panning uh, for 15 or 20 cents. In the California territory, near Sutter's Mill, at that same time, the same bowl would go for 8 to $16. In, <laughs> in conservatively inflation-adjusted currency, what would that run you today? Is it A... Two hundred twenty to four hundred fifty dollars. B, sixteen hundred and ten to three thousand two hundred forty dollars. C, forty eight thousand eight hundred to ninety seven thousand six hundred dollars. Or D, eight to sixteen dollars. We go to B. I'm gonna go D. A. A is correct. Those are all according to the currency inflation adjust calculator. That I used online. Those are all realistic possible figures. <laughs> okay. It's just that A is calculated using the consumer price index as opposed to like share of GDP. Mm. Uh, okay, is, and that's more conservative mm-hmm. than others. Yeah. In, okay. in 1848, eight to sixteen dollars will would be two hundred twenty to four hundred fifty dollars mm. a day. Okay, I have a final question now for us, and I'm so happy that this is our final question. Hey, actually, I was going to ask: Do we have a Cold War question? No. No. <laughs> all right. It it was Cold, Cold War is over. All right. Thank you, Reagan. Um, <clears throat> in 2001, a uh, Hong Kong-based jeweler, Hangfeng Gold Technology, created a solid gold toilet 
made of 24 karat solid gold. It weighed nearly a metric ton. <laughs> it was created when gold was in the 200 to $300 an ounce range. What is it worth today? Can I get an over under? Five on... times as much. <laughs> can I, can... When was it created? It was created in 2001. Oh, in 2001. So. Is this now Glenn Beck's toilet? Uh, it's Donald Trump's, actually. I was actually going to ask if it was Ron Paul's toilet. It is. It is because on display. Out a Ron it is Paul on display in the show. jeweler's Hong Kong showroom. Has anyone ever used it? Uh, that is unknown. Is it a functional toilet? <laughs> yeah. Or is it just like a solid gold thing that looks like a toilet? I don't even know that it's on display in a restroom, which kind of precludes is, the possibility that it's But I mean, working. if I took it and hooked it up, like, is it possible to hook this up? Or is it truly the Toilets solid? are not complicated, it? so yes. Huh? Uh, but can I get an over-under? Can I get an over-under on $5 million? Over. I'm going to say not for sale. Well, sure, it's not for sale. Priceless. But what it's worth. Yeah, what uh, it's worth. Uh, under. Over. It is worth $37 million, approximately. According to, I don't even know who. <laughs> yeah. According to the CNBC website that I got mm. this from. Well, oh. I think the Aztecs would be really happy about that. All right. Uh, the, designer, the designer, <laughs> Lam Sai Wing, said that he was inspired... By um, America, the Soviet leader who said that when a communist revolution swept the world, there would be public toilets made of gold. Was this leader Vladimir Lenin, Mao Zedong, Vladimir Putin, or Leon Trotsky? That sounds like Trotsky to me. Yeah, Trotsky. I, you know, even my contrarian impulses is, is is guiding me in the direction of Trotsky. The answer is Lenin. Whoa! Lenin. Lenin, you silly Tricking face. us again. The hilarious part is this comes from Hong Kong. Uh, not China. Um, that is all the questions that I think we have. I actually thought that Bob Guccione had a, had a solid gold toilet. I'm going to look that up. Well, there's a lot of gold-plated stuff. Okay. That, okay. Yeah, solid gold toilet would be... Yeah, not only really heavy, but cold. Easy to deform, I think. It would be really uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. Like, you could probably feel it bending under if you sat on it. Oh, I doubt that. It depends on how constipated you are. <laughs> depends on the purity of the gold. Is what yeah, I'm no, this, the softness of gold is more on the scale of, like, what can you it. scratch it with? Yeah. It's not going to deform unless maybe under its own weight if you have a real Exactly. Lot. It weighs a metric ton. Uh, yeah, that's... Think about the shape of toilets, though. <laughs> Why am I saying this phrase? <laughs> I'd like to thank uh, our listeners. The show is produced by Kristen McCurdy and myself. Thanks to panelists Kristen McCurdy, Mark Burgo, Brandon Atkins. Um, what else we got? Nothing. Schuster's name in the shelter was Golden Boy. Really? Yeah. Schuster is a cat who has not jumped on any of us. It's been many episodes since Schuster has had a presence on the show. Animal in space. Animals in space, actually. Yes. Yeah. I showed up and scared him off then. So stay tuned next time for uh, sport and this athletic. For what was it again? Uh, sport and athletic activities. <laughs> <laughs> athletic pursuits. Right. Um, uh, feel should, free to vote on what you think our next topic should be. And yeah, think again, my friend. Email us. Yes. <laughs> if you tell us, we'll probably do it. Yes. <laughs> we'll be so excited. We will we'll do a show about anybody you. Has an opinion. <laughs> I'll spend an entire five minutes trying to figure out how to take a poll on the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us and good night. Our theme contains elements from the album, Waves of Energy, by Synthetics Energy. Our show is copyright 2011. All rights reserved.